Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. We are here. It's Saturday, February 19th, 2022. And as you've heard in the phone call, and as you guys who are able to see, you've seen in the phone call, yes, we have another story here for you this morning. So, guys, Yuli Solano is a banker who works in Palm Beach. One Sunday morning, her and her daughter, they are moving into the complex at Inlet Harbor there in Palms Beach. As she mentioned, she was standing, moving into the apartment when she was being uh, gawked at by a sheriff's deputy, Mark, Michael DeMarco. Um, DeMarco approached her and welcomed her and her family, her mom and her daughter, to have dinner with him on the Sunday night. The Sunday night while they attended dinner and had dinner inside of Yuli's apartment, excuse me, DeMarco's apartment, DeMarco spoke with Yuli about his ex-girlfriend and mentioned that his ex-wife, excuse me, was somewhat of a warden to him in their last relationship. He also spoke about how he liked things to be the way he wanted them to be. He took Yuli around his apartment, showed her his snake, and different things of that nature. And as Yuli went back down the hall, she told her mom, does this guy seem a little bit strange to you? Does he seem, you know, a little bit unhinged? But because he was a sheriff's officer and he was so highly respected by his neighbors, Yuli thought nothing of it. And a few weeks later, they began to date. As they started to date, she noticed that DeMarco liked to be in control of things. He mentioned that the gym that she attended 
was full of a lot of bozos and she might want to come to his gym and start the workout. She thought nothing of it because she was a workout nut and he was a workout nut. So she thought nothing of it to go, you know, attend the gym with him. And things really didn't seem, you know, that bizarre. But she also mentioned, though, as this thing continued to steam up, that there were no real true feelings there because everything in the beginning was fun. You know, they, they, took, they took her daughter on trips and they went on trips themselves, boat rides and different things of that nature. And everything was just good. You know, we, you know, we all know how things go in the beginning of a relationship. Everything seems right. You know, you're having a lot of fun. You're not really thinking of anything negative. Those red flags in the beginning, you really didn't catch on to them. So a few weeks at a few weeks in or about a month in, uh, DeMarco decides that he wants to ramp things up a little bit and make the relationship official. But Yuli explained to him that she wasn't really interested and she wanted to take things slow and was just really appalled by the fact that he was in such a rush to kick things off. So once she rejected him, DeMarco did not like that. He started to become enraged and he got a little bit furious at her not wanting to be with him. And she noticed this and that made her a little scared. So she cut him off. After she cuts him off, he calls and sends her dirty text messages. So she decides to block him. Once she decides to block him, he starts to call her corporate number and starts to send her emails. Things are getting a little bit crazy and bizarre now. Fast forward, as she's returning home one day, she noticed that her mailbox had been uh, had been tampered with, and she got a notice saying that he was um, putting out charges against her for some items that he she was in possession in that added up to about $2,400. She found this to be really bizarre and really just didn't pay it any mind and continued on, you know, with her regular life. Fast forward again to the morning of October 13, 2017. Yuli is out walking her dog like she usually does in the morning. And all of a sudden, Cheryl's deputy, DeMarco, rolls up on her in his unmarked vehicle. She's mentioned that automatically she felt a little bit uneasy by the way he walked up on her and by the way he stepped out the vehicle. She could tell that the situation was not going to go well. So DeMarco approaches her and starts to mention that he treats, she treats him worse than she treats the dog. And as the, she's sitting there walking with the dog, she said once she, he, he mentioned that, she explained to him that things were over and she just didn't want to go any further in a relationship with him. And that's when he pulled out his forty caliber Glock, pointed it at her after saying that she treats him worse than she treats the dog. And he shoots her twice in the chest. And I'm going to share um, the whole entire story with you guys. It'll be in the uh, description box of this video. So you guys watching a podcast, uh, check out the Purple Pill Perspective on YouTube. The entire story will be in, in the description of the video. 
um, for you guys to check out the entire story for yourself for yourselves. Um, so he shoots her in the chest twice at point blank range in the kill zone. And then as she's falling to the ground, he shoots her in the shoulder and shoots her in the chest again. After that, he turns the gun on himself. He shoots himself in the chest. And then on the ground, he shoots himself in the head, delivering a final shot, the fatal shot. Uh, witnesses that saw the act, as you heard in the phone call, begin to immediately start to call police. Yuli Solano is on the ground at this time in lots of pain, fighting for her life. And luckily for her, the police were able to make it there in time <clears throat> to save her from this horrible, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, horrible situation. <clears throat> and yes, the sheriff's officer, as I mentioned, delivering that fatal blow, he did die. Guys, why am I sharing this story with you? Once again, I'm sharing this story in hopes that someone out there is able to relate to this story. And if you're going through this and you feel like there's no one out there that you can reach out to, I'm going to look up the... Um, Abuse hotline for you guys. The National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. That's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. If you or someone you know is experiencing a situation like Yuli's, reach out today and call for help. If you have family members, if you have a, a, a daughter that was the age of Yuli's daughter who was a teenager, or someone that you could speak with to reach out and get help, reach out to get help. If you know other officers that that officer may know, if you're dealing with an officer, or if you're dealing with other people that that coworker may know, let them know. Some people don't like to reach out and tell people when they're going through things. They want to keep their relationship problems to themselves. They don't want to reach out. They don't want to let anyone know what's going on. But if things are out of control with the guy sending abuse, uh, negative text messages to your phone. You block him, he starts sending them to the corporate phone. You, you block that, he starts sending them to your email. All of these things are going on all because you didn't want to be with the person. Who showed you red flags in the beginning? You have to reach out to someone to let them know before things turn out deadly. Some people cannot take rejection. They have attachment issues. And this may be what was going on with Officer DeMarco, not being able to let things go, not being able to uh, 
take no for an answer. Never mind the fact he already explained in the beginning that he was in a toxic situation to start with, with his ex-wife. He may have been the one who initiated a lot of things as well. DeMarco earlier, um, 2010, got into a situation where he um, made things a little bit uncomfortable for a woman. I forgot the, um, the details of that situation, but that, that is it for you guys to look at online. If you want to search Sheriff Michael DeMarco <clears throat> and just do a little research on this guy and see the twisted, demented, deranged individual that this, that this guy was. Um, once again, guys, bringing this to you guys in hopes that this story changes the way someone looks at a situation and hopes that this changes the way that someone sees the red flags, guys. The red flag was there in the beginning. He starts talking about his ex-wife. He calls her a warden. He's showing you a, a snake that's inside of his apartment. And you mentioned to your mom that you're getting these weird feelings from the guy already. But you take into the account that he's a sheriff or you take into the account that the person is attractive or you take into the account that the female is sexy. And you think that because of all of these things that makes them the perfect person to be with, apart from everything else that you're feeling. If you're feeling something in your gut that's telling you not to go along with it because there's an extreme red flag that's illuminating right next to you, then don't do it, guys. Don't do it. I want you guys to check out the true crime story. Once again, I'm going to leave the first part in the description box. And you guys can, uh, part two and part three, you'll just find your way uh, to those two videos from there. So hopefully this video changes someone's perspective. Hopefully this video reaches someone today or tomorrow or whenever you listen to this video, whenever you catch this video, share this video with someone, share the situation, the story. Once you hear it, share it with someone, someone out there needs help or may need help getting out of a dangerous situation. And they just don't know why share the domestic violence hotline with them, tell them to speak with someone who is able to listen and trust them and give them the perfect advice on how to exit the situation safely and if you're ever breaking up with anyone if you're ever gonna break up with anyone please do it around others call someone you know that's a safe haven or call some some people or do it in a public place do it in a, a restaurant or do it shoot do it in front of a police station <laughs> why not break up with them right in front of the police you know hey there's a situation I got going on. Some people might say that's extreme. Nothing is never extreme when your life is on the line, guys. Nothing is never extreme when your life is on the line. Walk into the police station. Hey, I just want I'm going to sit here and I'm going to end this relationship with this person. Right now, I've always had these bad feelings and I want to do this right here in front of you guys if you don't mind. Depending on the police, they probably won't mind. But if you run into some police who don't want that type of energy inside of the police station, it may tell you guys to step outside and have an officer watch you or something of that nature. But hopefully they are able to be a good safe haven for you at that point for you to do things and end things in a safe place. Guys, I don't, I don't want to make this video too long. 
I want to thank you guys for checking out this video today. Once again, hopefully, hopefully something you saw here or you heard here today will make you make the decision that's right for you or make you make the decision that's right for someone else to help someone else and to help someone else not become a victim of someone and maybe help that other person as well. And maybe if you are the other person on the other side, you may want to reach out to the National Suicide Helpline and speak with someone. I'll leave that number for you as well. Um, I'll give you the National uh, Suicide Helpline as well. So you can reach out. The National Suicide Helpline is one 800 273 8255. Now, some people will say, well, in a lot of situations, the person doesn't know they're going to kill themselves and kill someone else. You're right. They don't know until they reach this point of rage and where they have to make that decision to kill themselves and to kill someone else. But I reached out to the National Suicide Helpline just for some information about different things. And they are willing to speak with you if you are angry or if you are mad or you are upset and you have had thoughts of doing this or and you're all hurting someone else, reach out to the National Health Suicide Line. If you know someone who is like this, you re you may want to reach out and explain the situation. And maybe the proper authorities could be coming to this and help this person out before they take someone else's life because they're not able to be told no. Hopefully this makes sense, guys. I want to thank you once again. Share the podcast. Share this YouTube video with your friends. And I'm going to catch you in the next one. Peace out.